Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Color Empty Podcast. We've been on a, a slight hiatus. Um, you know, I feel like maybe we've been possibly transitioning from winter to spring. And I feel like today, at least in Southern Ontario, it's plus 25. So um, I'm really enjoying the spring weather now. So yeah, and again, my name is Grace. Thank you for listening. Um, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hey, my name is Quay, and I know before we used to say like, oh, when things are down, we're down, but we literally were so up that we just wanted to focus on like living our lives on this hiatus. Like, I feel like when the spring, like spring weather came, we like couldn't control ourselves and we're just out like so happy in the sun. (laughs) I feel like we've had a really great month. Like, yeah. When we're low, we're low. When we're up, we're up. But we just like <laughs> drop everything. We're like, woo. <laughs> yeah, I had a really great month. Yeah. Um, you have like just thinking of your month. Like, I'm really happy for you. And it's been just like a positive, you know. Yeah, so positive. Yeah. So, what's been happening with me, guys, is I think everyone knows earlier, like, I have come off of my birth control and I started to see a naturopath because I want to like, regulate things and know what my body's like and know why I have such heavy like periods so I've been doing that with a naturopath and part of it is like regulating your hormones and we've always talked about happy hormones so you can like go back a couple episodes and like find that um but something that like plays a part of it is like what you eat and how you eat and if your body is inflamed Mm -hmm. because if your body is inflamed then you can't like lose weight you can't build muscle like your body is just trying to survive so on top of like your body just being in survival mode because of the pandemic and all these external stressors there's like internal survival mode where your body is just trying to keep you alive and I'm so grateful that my body's been doing this for mm-hmm. 33 years because I had a birthday <laughs> um I got blood work done and like they showed me all the foods I can and can't eat and it's actually really funny like I couldn't be more indigenous to our traditional foods if you like like I can have veggies that are literally from Canada and like a lot of things like fish and meat that are like from Canada so um if anyone wants to come for me being calling me like a fake native uh, I can show you my blood work (laughs) um that's just like giving reference to that one Twitter thing that's calling people out all the time. But we're not going to go there today. Um, and then, yeah, I had my birthday. And then now I'm on Halifax visiting my some friends. And like, it's just been such a good ride of the roller coaster. And I'm on a high right now. I'm riding the wave. But Grace, like you were telling me a little earlier, the sun's out. And like, what is what? What is keeping you busy? Yeah. Um, well, I'm happy to hear that, like, all this, like, news with your 
your health and hopefully you can finally um, like start feeling better. Um, I know you've always been like such a positive, happy person. Um, so I feel like maybe some people are like shocked that like, oh, like has like, you know, your health been bothering you because it never seems like that on the outside, but maybe it's just like extra work for you and it's like tiring, you know? And I totally- That's exactly it, yeah. Um, I've been really good. Um, I've just been busy. I have a baby that's coming in less than three weeks, which is crazy to think. Um, yeah, it's been like um, a really great month. Um, just been- you know, cleaning my house, like everything's prepared. It's just like getting my house in order. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing my naturopath in two weeks or no, almost like a week. And he's going to help me um, with like my vitamins and whatnot for post-delivery. Because when we talk about hormones, um, my hormones are like skyrocketing right now and they have been this entire pregnancy. And then within like 24 hours of delivery, they're just like, there's two specific ones that are just going to plummet. Um, so I want to make sure I'm taking care of myself the best way I can. And I'm getting in, you know, the vitamins that I will need and any, like, I, I kind of know like how I should be eating, but, um, I think specifically like after birth, they want you to be eating warm foods. Um, I think it's, I've been, I was listening to this one audio book and um, they say like a lot of cultures, they really take care of like the mothers who have just recently birthed and they'll keep them in a warm room, like with blankets and everything. And people won't, like they won't have any visitors for about a month. Like they'll just have like their family you know, helping the mother and the baby, but there's no like external visitors, like friends or other family members until the mother's fully healed. And I think that's so important because like we, we honestly expect so much from moms to just bounce back so quickly. And that was like what I thought when I had Nico the first time, I thought there'd be no recovery because we've seen our moms be so resilient it looks like from the outside and they're just like yeah pop this baby out and like what do you like want some tea and you're like visiting them and you're like oh well that like looks easy so that was honestly my thought and I had no idea so um this time around that's like my main focus like I know fingers crossed like the baby will be healthy and um I want to be healthy as well too so that's like my my priority and kind of what I'm preparing for. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the weather today. I got some park dates planned. Um, so that's my update. Um, I had a question for you, but now I forget it. It was about the baby. How is your nursery is all set up? Oh my God. I kind of feel bad when people ask about my nursery because <laughs> um because she doesn't really have a nursery. She's kind of like spread out. Like she has a bassinet in our room. And then in like my office, like I got this big like L-shaped desk. And um, so I'm like, I can't like really dismantle this thing. Cause I'm like, where's this going to go? It's like, if I dismantle it, it's going to go in the shed or something. 
And then in like a year when I start working again, I'm like, I need like a space to work. Like I, like that, I, I think that's important. So we're going to put the crib in when she does need a crib in Nico's room. Um, and, you know, I think like he, they'll both hopefully be on like set bedtime schedules at that time. And um, like, she'll be napping during the day and he obviously won't be like in his room. So I think it will be fine. So in like my office, I have like her dresser beside me and that's like all stocked and everything. So yeah, we kind of just like need more space and that's our plan in the future is to um, like expand our house and build on it. Um, I kind of want to like break into the attic and add like a space up there. And when the time comes, we'll have our basement again and we'll have to utilize that. So yeah, she'll be fine. I mean, families, you know, always shared bedrooms with siblings. So um, I think it's, it's totally fine, but people are like, oh, how's the nursery? I'm like, uh, she doesn't really have one. <laughs> doesn't really like need one either. Like if you think about indigenous, um, parenting, like the, the baby's just left with you. So yeah, just yeah. tell them that that's what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Like she's got like her own dresser and all that, obviously, cause she's got like a ton of clothes and she is going to be in our room in her bassinet or in her bed for those so many months. So it'll be fine. And she won't, she won't know, but yeah, I never really had like the experience of, of doing like an entire room for a baby. Um, because with Nico, he, we only had the one room and he just had like a corner of our room, but it was nice because then once like he got older, he had his own room. And we got to like decorate that to how he wanted it. So yeah, it's totally fine. I mean, everyone's in small spaces and it's, it's cool. Yeah, it's fine. Um, okay. But you guys we're back because, you know, we can't stop gossiping <laughs> or giving our unrequested opinions about other people's lives. <laughs> so we also like wanted to talk about this because we think it's really important talk about um not to talk about people's lives but to say like hey this is happening in the media and if it resonates with you and you need support and you're going through the same thing like this is your we're calling you out to ask for help for someone from your closest friends so what we mean is we want to talk about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case that's going on because we spoke about it before when the allegations first came out Mm-hmm. And we were really strong in the fact that like people can be different in different relationships. So if, if an abuser's parent or former spouse or child says like this has happened, like like not the, the, this person was never abusive, they could be that in a different relationship. But um, now that Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard. Um, because she defamed him in an op-ed for the Washington Post we wanted to like come back and like review all the the things that we are knowing about in the news um and wait Grace do you know what an op-ed is because I didn't know what that was no okay so I can tell you (laughs) an op-ed is a short is a short for opposite the editorial page or as a backronym the opinions and editors page 
and it's a written prose piece typically published by a North American newspaper, which is a, which expresses the opinions of an author usually not affiliated with the publisher's editorial board. So basically, the Washington Post like paid her to write her story. And so she put out that piece in the Washington Post and obviously it impacted Johnny Depp's um, credibility, desirability, yeah. and people didn't want to hire him from any for a lot of movies. Um, but the case started this week. And do you want to kind of, I never really knew about them. So do you want me to go over their timeline or do you want to talk about it? Sure, you can go over their timeline. I just wanted to say, like, I think that was really safe of you to say, um, like, this is happening in the media. And if anyone resonates with it, like, it's important to talk about um, because and maybe that's like kind of like why, of course, why we're talking about on the podcast, because I was just reading like my horoscope today and like my personality traits and also like looking up like the the my babies um is gonna be like a Taurus um and I was (laughs) I was looking up how just like how I'm like non-confrontational and like that's who I am and I think like a lot of the time like we're talking about issues and everything I'm like oh I didn't like read a lot about it and like that's just my personality but I think it was really safe for Koi to say that you know like we should talk about this because people may be in a similar situation. So I am glad that we are, you know, going to touch base on it. And um, I was, I want to also be safe too, that this trial isn't completed. And I never want like a woman to think that, you know, they have to be doubted because I think we should also think about Amber, that if these allegations are true, like definitely our sympathies are to any woman who's been through domestic abuse but also this is why Johnny Depp is bringing this to court as well for defamation and mainly to clear his name because um, it's not just him, it's his kids that are also involved. So it it's two sides to every story until this is figured out. And, um, but we just also wanted to touch base on that, that we, you know, of course are gonna believe allegations from a woman if she's bringing these f- forward. And then we're also hearing Johnny's side of it too um, throughout this. So do you- uh... I think also like not just from a woman, but like, yeah, from a woman, cause we are women and like the, for, the primary abuser is men, but I'm like from any abuser, I mean, from any abusee, from any victim. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, right. Of course. I got that all mixed up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did say woman just because of the case of like Amber Heard, I, but- yeah, for anyone, like, we don't want to be like, oh, no, we don't believe you, but, yeah, you know, like, if, if they're bringing that allegation forward, you have to, like, not doubt, yeah. like, you have to, yeah, so, anyways, what is their timeline, Quay? So, I didn't know this, but they knew, have known each other for 13 years, um, they started getting together, or they first met in 2009, on the set of The Rum Diary, I never seen it, did you? No, but I'm kind of looking at a picture of it and it looks very romantic. I've also had a bit of a crush on Johnny Depp since like Pirates of the Caribbean. So he's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's based on a book and I might like read that book. Um, it's like, uh, I think it's a place in Puerto Rico. We love like down south. So, okay. But then 
2012. <laughs> in 2012, him and his partner have parted ways. So his former partner was Vanessa Paradis, I guess, and they had two kids. And then Johnny Depp and Heard began dating and then got engaged in 2014. So that's like a little bit of how they started. Um, they went to the Met Gala together and announced their relationship. Um, but they married privately in 2015. And then in 2016, Heard filed, filed for a divorce after 15 months of marriage. She obtained a temporary, temporary restraining order against Depp, claiming he abused her while under the influence of drugs and alcohol. So back then he denied the accusations and a $7 million settlement was reached in that August and her donated the money to charity. So um, they released like a joint statement about the relationship was intensely passionate and the times volatile, but they're always bounded by love. And um, do you remember that? Like, I kind of, I kind of remember it, but I remember more like thinking, and this is my bias, that the abuser came to a settlement because he wanted to slide it under the rug. So that's what I always thought it was. But the more this, this like testimony and trial is going on, like, I can still see why he wanted to slide it under the rug, but not fully for what I thought was going on. And that, that also plays to like, Two sides to every story we don't really know what's going on in other people's lives um i'm talking like we know them <laughs> and then in, okay so this is what he's suing her for in 2018 um heard wrote the op-ed in the washington post about the treatment of women in domestic abuse but she didn't mention Depp by name so in 2019 Depp sued heard for 50 million for defamation over the, the washington post piece claiming that like it because it was not even though it didn't mention him by name like it defamed his character yeah um so heard was unsuccessful in an effort to get a lawsuit dismissed her one million dollar court counter case is ongoing so then in 2020 that brought the publisher of the sun to court for a liberal for libel in the uk over a 2018 article that claimed he was violence against heard um, Depp denied all claims of abuse. Her testified in that case, claiming at one point Depp threatened to kill her. Um, the UK court found the papers claims to be true, and Depp was denied an appeal. So that brings us over here to uh, Canada, to America. Um, so the trial for Depp, Depp's defamation case against Heard. Oh, began on my birthday. Oh my God. <laughs> wow, this has been a long trial. Yeah. Heard's lawyer in an opening statement um, going to try to turn this case into a soap opera. But okay, so it kind of, I don't know. I feel like it kind of is a soap opera only because what we know and what me and Grace have been talking about was that um, some of the testimonies and like, um, facts that were pointed out in trial and I can't believe it and I think this is crazy because Amber was saying that she uses one Milani palette all the time and had it always in her purse to cover up the bruises and it's color correcting palette um, and Milani it's funny that it's like cruelty free but no no sick funny sorry it's like <laughs> it's not really that funny uh, but um um 
Milani came out and said they were together from 2014 to 2016 when she was alleging the abuse happened or when the abuse happened, but Milani didn't come out with that pallet until 2017. So that was found to be untrue. And then, Grace, we were talking more about um, like the text messages and the voicemails that were left, and I'll let you like talk about oh. that. Yeah, so I wanted to touch on gaslighting because um, in the trial, there was audio. Um, I'm not too sure if it was like from security cameras or if it was over the phone, um, but they're talking about Amber and Johnny were going back and forth, talking about, you know, like the punching and hitting. And Amber was, Johnny was claiming that the audio that he was being punched and he she was replying back and saying no I didn't punch you I was hitting you and he was like well you had like a closed fist and he was she was calling him a baby and so she admitted that she did hit him and there didn't seem like any sign back of him hitting her in in that instance but that's an example of gaslighting that we've talked to in another talked to in another episode and this is just an example of it is that he was saying, you punched me. And she's like, I didn't punch you. I hit you, which, you know, they're, they're both like abuse. Like there should be no violence in that. And she was just kind of undermining like how um, he was hit or punched. And in one, in, in the audio too, he was saying like, how are your toes? And um, kind of in research, there was a time where he like opened up the bathroom door and she was pushing on it and she did hurt her toe. And I'm not too sure if it's just related to the same thing. And then she did kick the door into Johnny when he like bent down to look at her foot. And so I'm not too sure if that's the same thing, but um, yeah, I think there's definitely, you know, it's like a big case. And I mean, this has been going on for like now over two weeks. So we'll just have to keep giving updates. But I know that Quay and I, like when we were preparing for this episode, um, we wanted to make sure that, you know, the stuff that we're bringing up and if anyone is relating to any of this, any of this is, you know, has a safe person they can talk to. Um, they know like their resources in their city um, that can support, but, you know, definitely, you know, like knowing your worth and, um, being safe and having that support is super important. Yeah. And like the more that we hear, or if you're watching the case, like a lot of things are on display or pointed at, or like their partying and their drug abuse and their substance abuse. So I also think like, if you've been struggling lately over the pandemic or if you've been struggling at life and like you're thinking it's like time for a break time to like um refresh and like maybe knock it off for a bit like this is our invite to you to like seek out somebody that will help you on that path of like um understanding substance abuse or getting connected to like counseling and just what grace was reiterating like i just want to reiterate what grace had said like there's somebody if you have somebody you can trust in your circle like don't be afraid to reach out to them um somebody you feel safe with 
And then if you don't have anybody like that, there's a lot of really good counseling services that are open for you, like Nojimo Health. Um, they'll be there. That's mm -hmm. just a free one that we know for people who are First Nations. But yeah, I think that about rounds out our, our quick little episode. And we hope that everyone can go out and enjoy the sun. Um, I want to end this with one last bit. I hope everyone can go and check their B12s and their vitamin D. <laughs> because that's what I've been struggling with um, in my life. So now that I got that checked. I want everyone to go and get it all checked too. Anything you want to say, Grace? Um, no, I think it's important, you know, like we're saying this rounds out our episode. And I think like health-wise, everyone should make sure they're, you know, fully balanced and, you know, trying to balance all aspects of their life, including their health, um, because that plays such a, a, a important role in in, you know like our decision-making and our, how we're feeling and our mental health. Like, so, um, yeah, I mean, we're big advocates of, um, our healthcare systems and alternative healths and things like that. So we, we want everyone to be happy and thriving and enjoying this beautiful weather. So, um, thanks for listening to our short tidbit of an episode we're just jumping back into it and we're looking forward to this next season of our of our the next season of oh season sounds because, yeah because i'm like what do you mean season as in like as in, weather as weather yeah. like we're <laughs> you know going into like i i don't know spring summer like we're in a transition stage right now um and we're loving it so Thank you everyone for listening um, and we hope everyone enjoys their week. Toodaloo. So your podcast, Andy's know that life can be tough and we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast entities love you.